everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. Welcome, everybody. Well, today, today's topic is big ver- big journals, big journals versus small journals. Yes, the quandary, the conundrum, which ones to do? Why do we do certain ones? Why do we get pulled in certain directions? And I'm going to talk about some of the uh, thoughts I have when I'm making big ones versus little ones. And there is Holly in the background saying hi. He knows that Mama's doing something on the on the video or on the recorder on on her cell phone, and he thought he'd just chime in and say a big hello. So big hello from Holly, everybody. Love the loveys are in the background. My lovebirds as well. Um, so welcome to my abode. <laughs> So glad you guys stopped by and I'm so appreciative for all of you and you guys taking the time to sit down and listen or do what you're doing and listen. Maybe you're, you know, walking the dog or doing the groceries or um, making dinner, whatever it is. Um, I am actually, uh, I'm working on a big journal right now. It's a, um, I had an old book that had an unusually large cover and I thought instead of just ignoring that I have it because I have several of those um, I thought I would grab the big book bull by the horns and uh, wrestle it into submission and uh, so I found some ways to work with it that um, are are actually pretty easy and I'm going to show some of these in videos coming forward but um, just want to talk about the different concepts of big journals versus little journals Um, so when I sit down to make a journal Um, My favorite size journal is 9 by 6 because I can easily fold an 8.5 by 11 size regular traditional copy paper and fold and it nestles nicely inside. I don't have to do any extra cutting or trimming. Saves me time and I don't end up with a thousand uh, bajillion scraps. And that's awesome because I have an ever-growing scrap pile that is um, breeding when I leave the room, I'm sure of it. And... uh, I am yet again just cleaning my desk as I'm talking with you here uh, because as I have been decorating this very large journal, uh, my room has mushroomed. I think I was uh, cleaning my floor last time with you guys. Well, I've since cleaned my floor and everything was, uh, you know, spick and span, polished, clean as a whistle and, you know, you, you could eat off it. And now the, you know craft bomb went off again the supply bomb and there's everything everywhere and I literally I almost I have no floor because it's completely covered but back to small and big journals okay so um, sometimes I'm thinking I would like to make I would like to make a journal that's usually where I start and then I look at my supplies what do I have if I have some books that have uh, big covers I might make a bigger journal if I have uh, nine by six my favorite I'll probably gravitate to that one just because I'm very familiar with it I'm with the size and it functions very easily and very well for me or or sometimes I just have made a big journal and I'm, I'm kind of you know burnt out on that a little bit and I just want to a brain break because of the big journal thought process and I slide on over to the teeny tiny world and I make a small journal because it's fun and it's relaxing and uh, it's low pressure and um, it feels dainty and tiny in the hand and it's delicate and there's just a different feeling with a small journal. It's a place to write little secret notes that maybe only you will know about. Um, 
you know, it's not something that you're going to stand up and read prose out of at the local beatnik uh, poet society cafe bar. Um, <laughs> it's just something for you, something you can tuck in your purse or tuck in, you know, your book bag or tuck in your uh, um, knapsack or backpack or, you know, whatever you, you got things to tuck in your pocket. You can even fit it in a pocket, which is kind of nice. And it doesn't matter if you're a girl or a boy, it'll work for everybody, which is kind of neat. Now, these can be skinny, or they can be chunky, or they can be um, heavily decorated or mildly decorated. That's totally up to you. But uh, I find that um, a bigger journal requires what I call the sitting down. You have to sit down with the journal in your lap, and you go through it slowly, page by page, and and you're sort of in one position and that's kind of your afternoon you're going to be going through the <laughs> you're going to be going through the big journal and enjoying all its uh, wondrous things inside or you're going to be actually journaling in it which is uh, uh, cool too so that's more of what I would call um, commitment or process or or something like that but if you're doing the small journal there's a sense of innocence about it a sense of uh, wonder and a sense of um, lightness to it that uh, you could pick up and go at, at a moment's notice. That's right. Nothing's going to hold you down because that journal is not weighing you down in your lap. <laughs> you could just bolt out of that chair and be gone in a heartbeat. And um, so sometimes you're in for a snuggle in mood though. And that's maybe why you want to gravitate to the larger journal. It's maybe cold and blustery outside and, and you got the fire going and you got the hot chocolate in your hand and you're like, I need to snuggle in and be with my journal. I want to reflect on the day. I want to reflect on this month. I want to reflect on uh, the event I just, well, I used to go to, the events I used to go to. <laughs> and uh Um, that's where a bigger journal might come in handy because it gives you more writing room, more space to express yourself, um, more places to tuck little mementos in, more places to, um, you know, make little, uh, sections in your book. You can have, uh, you know, a to-do section, a we did section, a looking forward to section. Um, there's so many ways you can divide up your journal and, uh, the bigger book gives you the, the ability to do that. So um, I think the brain, when you're making a journal, it goes through a journey. Um, it goes through a journey of discovery of the journal and of yourself at the same time too. And often the journal will reflect how you're feeling. Uh, I often say that the journal creates itself. Well, often the journal creates itself um, as a reflection of yourself. And uh, I often find when I'm making a journal, I have, okay, uh, in my mind, I'm going to make a nature journal. And all of a sudden, some uh, Victorian vintage ephemera from, you know, the late 1800s might creep in there. And all of a sudden, the journal is actually taking on more of a correspondence, correspondence historian-looking-like style journal, more than a true nature journal. And then it may slide itself into the land of the eclectic journal because it has left the uh, realm of rhyme or reason and has just created something else of its own. And I had no say in it. It just happened. And uh, so I uh, try not to get too 
uh, married to any idea when I'm starting to make the journal. I can have a general idea, like if I, you know, I want to make a journal for a certain purpose or something like that. I, I can stay committed if I really roll up my sleeves. But uh, it's okay if you don't and you veer off. And I would say don't fight it because there's something inside of you that needs to be expressed or needs to come out. And maybe it needs to come out in journal form. And uh, only you will know what the little little uh, secrets are inside your journals, uh, what they all actually mean, because you were there during the dawn of its creation, and uh, that is the beauty of the journal, creating the journal. It uh, starts to develop right before your eyes, and if you keep uh, nurturing it and giving it a few little nudges and ideas, it will blossom into something quite beautiful for you and it doesn't matter if it's big or small um, as the, the most important thing is that you're having fun we have to remember that uh, um, it's amazing to make books and I'm so excited that so many people are getting so excited about making books um, I mean what a fabulous thing I mean who knew just a little while ago uh, you know this uh, junk journal thing's been going on and going around but it was kind of quiet and subdued and in the background but now so many people are, are learning about the craft and uh, or this art form, and they're really embracing it wholeheartedly, saying, I want to learn how to make books too. I have a lot of ideas that I could do with books, and um, I'm having the opportunity uh, to be able to see some of these amazing ideas uh, in the Paper Outpost Facebook group. And if you want to see those too, come on over and, and check it out. You're welcome to lurk. Uh, if you're scared, but it's, it's not a scary place. It's a very friendly, happy place, and we share what we make, and we show each other ideas. And uh, sometimes people will build on others' ideas, like, hey, I saw what you did, and I thought that was great, and, and look, I took it in this direction, and, and look what I did. And we all learn from each other and support each other, so that's a fun thing. So if you're interested in, in, in growing in that uh, area, hop on over, and uh, uh, it's a lot of fun. But um, you can also completely make books and create journals of large size or small size, all on your own. You don't need anybody there holding your hand. Um, you can just do it and see where your own imagination takes you to. And that in and of itself is also extremely beautiful. And uh, um, sometimes that's fun, you know, um, sometimes to watch a lot of videos and sometimes not to watch any and just see where your own brain takes you. And it may take you down the path of a small journal or it may take you down the path of a big journal. Sometimes we're compelled to make a small journal because we have come across a cute little box. And we have said to ourselves, self, this would make an awesome little journal. And I could do that relatively quickly. I could whip together that little pup in no time and I would be off and running, happily prancing down the road with my new journal. And, uh, but don't, don't be fooled. A, just because it's small does not necessarily mean it's going to be super quick or super easy or it can be, but you can also make very intricate, very beautiful, uh, complex, eye-appealing small journals. Um, think of it along the lines of, you know, the guy who paints on the grain of rice, a complete portrait of Marilyn Monroe or something like that. Um, Wonders can be found in the small journal. So do not let its size fool you. Actually, honestly, some of my favorite journals, some of my favorite journals are my small journals. And uh, um, I just adore them. They're just so cute and cuddly and, and they feel so good in the hand. And um, I get all excited about them. And, and it's almost like 
you have more of a freedom or a license to uh, do what you want with your small journal because there's no there's no pressure of it being a large journal. It's just like oh, it's just a little journal. I can I can have fun here. I can do things. And um, boy, the, the Twitter fest is in full rare form today, huh? Um, but uh, yeah, so I encourage you to follow your flow and follow what your heart is uh, uh, encouraging you to create. Don't don't fight it. Um, just allow it to happen and uh, throw judgment out the window. Just be kind to yourself because uh, remember, it's what you see in front of you now is not going to be what it looks like in the end. It's going to go through a metamorphosis. They all do. And uh, sometimes when you first put down the first few things on your paper, it doesn't look that great. You know, it looks a little bare. It looks a little, you know, barren, um, lonely, naked, a lot of white space. And you're trying to figure out what is the best way to make this page look awesome? And uh, maybe you're just grabbing some papers or you're grabbing some material and you're saying, hey, let me try this, let me try that, let me, let me try something I haven't tried before. Let me explore using some lace. I don't normally use lace. What if I did use lace? What if I did a shabby lace? What if I did a tattered lace and not a pretty lace? Or if I always do uh, steampunk punk, what if I did lace instead and I added steampunk and lace together? How would that be? I mean, sometimes we're more willing to try different things on a smaller surface. So sometimes the smaller journal can uh, give you a little bit of uh, room for courage and bravery to spread those papery wings and fly. Um, and you can just get lost in the papers because really that's 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 all it comes down to in the end is getting lost in the papers and having fun along the way and hopefully at the end if you had enough fun you should have a book <laughs> there should be a book at the end and uh although never judge your fun by your book i mean you can have a ton of fun and have a goofy looking book or you can have an amazing book and have had no fun because you stressed through the whole thing and i wish that experience upon no one and there's nothing wrong with a little bit of uh, intensity and intrigue and brow sweat when you're really churning through a, a journal and it's it's coming out um you know it's amazing and you're so excited and you're, and you're just totally into it and you're, you're praying to God that none of your family members will interrupt your flow because you know how it is. Once they interrupt the flow, it's all over. You know, they, they start with that dinner stuff and uh, the laundry stuff and next thing you know, you're not flowing and you got to start all over again the next day. Well, that, that happens to all of us. But sometimes if you can sneak away long enough to get that um, little journal made let's say you have time constraints or you have a lot of responsibilities you're taking care of family members or you know you're shop, shop, shuttling back and forth here and there or you're the one that's got to do all this stuff and it's it's not the fun stuff but you got to do it sometimes this is where a little journal can really come in handy because you don't have the pressure of filling all that space you don't have the pressure of uh, having to come up with one million and one ideas you just have you and this tiny little book. And this tiny little book can save your soul if you let it. It can really um, give you some peace of mind if you allow the flow to happen and just uh, let it go and have some fun with the papers. Um, so I encourage you to give this all a consideration when next time you're sitting down to make a journal and asking yourself, hmm, should this be a big one? 
Should this be a small one? I don't know. What do you think? Um, you know, ask, ask your heart. Where do you want to go today? I'll take you wherever you want to go. If you want to make a big one, we'll make a big one. If you want to make a small one, we'll make a small one. We don't have to complete everything today. There is no deadline. There is no rush. Only the ones that we put on ourselves. And, uh, you know, if I don't get the birthday gift or the graduation gift done on time, you know, there's always a gift card. So don't sweat about it. <laughs> Just, uh, Take the pressure off yourself, and um, it's very hard. I mean, I find it very hard to do art under pressure. So I try and create an environment that is welcoming and um, uh, friendly, and uh, uh, you know, there's not a lot of stress. I've got my uh, hydration with me. I've got some water. I've got some tea or something, so I'm comfortable. And uh, I've gone to the bathroom. You know, all that stuff. You got to handle all these things before you can sit down and really settle in. So, <laughs> you know, this is real life. Um, yep, this is definitely real life. Hi, Chatterfest. But uh, um, it's worth it in the end because it's a record not only of your journal and of how you're feeling, but it's, it's, it's a record of you. It becomes a almost like a biography of you. You're writing, I could say it's an autobiography, but it's, it's almost as if you're not writing it. Some These things get created and um, when you look back on it, you'll wonder what, you know, what, I wonder why I put that there on that page that day. What was I thinking? What drew me to put that uh, little cluster right on that little spot? Um, look how I did some nice layering over here today with fabrics and laces and uh, papers or, uh, you know, um, look how I used a napkin on that day. I was, I totally forgot about using napkins, but on that day, apparently I was into it. And look at all the little napkin pieces I used. Um, so... You know, the world is your oyster, and you can take these journals and in so many different directions. And the fact that you're making a book is an amazing thing, and, and never sell yourself short on that. It is your book, yours to create, yours to express, and yours to enjoy. And you, I am of the firm belief you can never make too many. <laughs> I think I'm probably getting uh, probably around, oh, I don't know, I'm definitely over 300 now. Um, and uh, I lost count after that. So, yeah, um, I think that it's a good skill to have, a good life skill, and it can bring a lot of joy. And I think if you, the more you go down the rabbit hole, the more things you start to learn about the process and different ways to construct journals and make them in different sizes uh, and different uh, expressions and different themes. You just keep learning and learning and learning. It's like a never endless learning session, which is good for the brain and uh, keeps us uh, uh, smarter and our, our turnips working longer. And uh, so we wa always want to keep learning new skills, learn new skills every day. That's why I encourage you to always try something new, even if you're unsure or uncertain. Uh, but if you were compelled to put a color down or put a fabric down or tear a piece of paper or cut a piece of paper in a certain way, I say just go for it. Just just, uh, just uh, follow that lead and see where it takes you because if you don't, you're going to wonder what would have happened if I did. You can always go the safe route, but remember, where's the excitement in that? You got to have a little fun sometimes, right? And uh, if you can't have it with just some paper, and just remember it's just paper, folks. If you, if you can't free yourself just to go wild with some paper, 
then we need to have another serious talk because, uh, you know, life's too valuable for all this seriousness. We need to inject more fun into our lives, no matter what is going on in the world. And we need to remember and learn, sometimes learn again, how to have fun. And gluing paper can take you there. It's something that a lot of us did back in kindergarten, and uh, we were we were professionals at it then. And uh, we had that down, you know. And we didn't care what it looked like; we just glued it. And there was so much freedom in that. And I'm um, I'm a little bit jealous of those kindergartners. I really am. I think that uh, uh, we should all uh, go back and just experience. Put your uh, kindergartner hat on and just have fun and make yourself a non-judgmental journal and just see where it actually goes and uh, um, just play with it and uh, enjoy the experience. So doesn't matter what size your journal is, as long as you're having fun at it, that's the most important thing and that you feel fulfilled and you feel joy and you understand that uh, life is better because you brought a book into the world. And there you go. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I really enjoyed spending time with you. I appreciate you guys so much. You have no idea. You inspire me so much. Um, if you, oh, if you haven't joined my newsletter, please do. It's an emailed monthly newsletter and it is free. And uh, if you join that, yeah, the links are all down below all my videos, but uh, you'll get a free digital image uh, emailed to you monthly. And also you'll get the link to the note from the bookmaker, which is the little note that I tuck inside the journals um, explaining what a junk journal is and how it can be used and different ways to use it. And you'll also get a link to a nice big massive uh, junk journal supply list that are, are just ideas that you can keep your eyes open for as you traverse the world and you look for um, things to add into your junk journal, which is just about everything. <laughs> and. Uh, there you go. So uh, also, uh, if you're interested in any vintage digital kits, um, I have, oh, I think 30 in my shop right now, and I'm going to be adding more. And uh, so please check those out if interested. And you may find digital kits interesting if, say, perhaps you don't have a large space to store a lot of paper, ephemera, old papers and things like that, or you don't like the idea of tearing up old books and you'd rather just copy things. Um, that's fine too. You can find some good images here to use. And also, um, if, you've, uh, you know, hard, if you have a hard time finding the images on your own or um, maybe it's too expensive to print them out or not to print them out, but it's too expensive to buy the original. So it's cheaper to print them out. This may be a solution for you. Um, now the, my podcasts come out Tuesdays and Thursdays and my videos come out Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays at 7 a.m. And I really want to focus on giving you guys a lot of good uh, tips and tricks on making junk journals and different things that you can add in them and do with them. And I have a whole bunch of ideas that I really want to get out uh, there for you guys. So that will be coming. Occasionally, I'll have a journal uh, for sale. And uh, I've heard from a lot of people that um, 7 a.m., um, Eastern time doesn't work that well for people on the other half of the country. So what I was thinking is I might next time I'll put... Um, the video out at 7 a.m., but then I won't put the uh, journal for sale until noon, which would be 9 o'clock over in California, if I got my math right. So I'm playing with that idea, but that way everybody can see the video first to see what, what the journals look like, and if you're interested, then you have a crack at uh, um, purchasing it. 
And um, I'll try that next time, see how that goes. Uh, we'll do it in a big, grand experiment. I'm working on some journals right now, and um, I'm working on, I want to say four, but I might do two and two, because I can't get them all done at once, obviously. But um, we'll see how that goes, and I'll keep you posted, I promise. And um, when I put them up for sale, or when I know it's going to come up for sale, I will, uh, uh, I think I'll post it on Facebook and Pinterest and Instagram and Twitter and all that to give you a heads up that the sale is going to come. So that'll give you a little bit more grounding if, you, if you're really interested in one. And um, what else? You can find me on Instagram, Pinterest, Etsy, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. And uh, um, just remember that, oh, if you're interested in any of my uh, the favorite tools and supplies that I use on my videos, um, I have a link to my Amazon store below every video. Check that out. If you want to see the pictures, one click, well, you can see everything all at once. And if you ever have any questions, uh, you're always welcome to contact me. I'm happy to help you out. Um, so that's it, guys. Uh, I will talk to you next time. I had a great time today and a lot, we have a lot more uh, uh, junk journal topics coming your way. So I hope you're having an awesome day and it doesn't matter whether you go big or small, just make sure you go at all. That's it. Take care everybody. Bye-bye.